Hello everyone, my name is Chris and I'm the Average FIFA Dad. Chrissy Billard, the FIFA Interactive World Cup Champion of 2005 is with me as always and we're here to guide you, the casual FIFA player, through the wonderful yet sometimes soul-destroying world of FIFA Ultimate Team. So settle in for the next hour or so while we give you this week's Casual Fart Podcast. And it's the last official FIFA 21. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> it's over. The pain is over. Absolutely. Well, you know, we say, uh, we, I, seem, I seem to feel this is like, you know, with the uh, with the kind of mini pilot series, this is kind of our third end of game since we've been doing the pod. And I feel like we've said that three years in a row. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. It just hasn't been good. <laughs> no, it just hasn't been good. It just hasn't been good. Um, but uh, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, no, all right. Um, as in real time, we're doing this a day apart. Sorry, my dog's just a little bit thirsty. That's um, fine. But um, yeah, no, all, yeah, all good. Looking forward well, to the weekend, you, mate. Looking forward to the... You, you spoiled the illusion. I was going to say, how was the wedding, even though it hasn't happened yet? <laughs> <laughs> how do you like it so yeah guys so as as bullies just you know let a little bit of light upon magic um there well, we mentioned the previous pod so you should be hearing this pod on uh friday the 3rd of uh september um we are actually recording this um before the end of august um basically because i'm going to be on a honeymoon and um, we wanted to kind of get some kind of semblance of normality back um, looking towards um, kind of starting off with the new season content. So in the official news, we are we are, are we are aiming to have our first official uh, FIFA 22 pod on the 17th. Um, and then we will. And I'm saying this like in all seriousness this time, we genuinely will then go be going back to uh, every Friday night record um you know give or take a couple of days if necessary just because we have kind of been a bit slack over the summer um and so yeah we really need to actually kind of we're we're knuckling down we're getting back new season the excitement that'll be there the hype will be there we'll have the web app we'll have early release we'll have you know gameplay new weekend league we'll have so much stuff to discuss uh it's going to be great so so yeah officially back on the 17th if we get a secondary like pitch notes on ultimate team before then we may well do an emergency pod but right now the plan is you know again the plan is we're going to have a little a proper break for for me to get married and have a honeymoon and bully to i don't know twiddle his thumbs do whatever the hell he does at home um when he's not playing fifa <laughs> or talking about fifa and uh and then we'll we'll get cracking back on it on officially on the 17th of september so that's something to look forward to um well we got the forward to today well today is the our our second annual casual fight awards so first and foremost thank you for everyone to to um to everyone who uh, submitted entries um we really appreciate it i know it's only kind of like a only takes sort of two or three minutes to do but we always appreciate that you guys taking the time to do so um interesting interesting results which we are going to go through and then we're going to finish the pod doing a bit of a, a kind of a review of the year uh, last year we did massive long deep dives and and kind of forensic looks into how the game went and we've kind of alluded to this before ball but it, 
it's kind of kind of enigmatic of the game itself that we're not doing that this year. Yeah, and um, it probably sort of covers my intro a little bit of the pain coming to an end like this year. More than most, I feel, it's just been... I don't know, I, I was ready to for FIFA 22 probably sort of two, three months ago. Like The, the game has just grinded me down. Maybe it's because I played more this year. I'm not sure what it is, but um, yeah, for me, I'm I'm just ready for it to be over. Okay, well, I'm I'm in 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 time on fashion. I will be getting you to give a, a rating out of ten, but I feel we should we should leave that to the end. So you've got plenty of time to really, you know, weigh up the options and and, and maybe we could even change your mind throughout the pod. Um, so let's just jump straight back into it. Let's just straight get straight into the casual fun award. So our first reward is for the best player. Now, we had a lot of different names thrown at us for this one. So does this infer that we've had a lot of varyingly good players this year? Um, No, surprisingly, the the players, uh, mainly the same player, just like different variations of one particular player. Um, And... To be fair, the votes are quite obvious. Like, who, who are the best players in the game? People haven't really gone for any dark horses in this due to the hidden hidden gem category anyway. So, um, so yeah, it's mainly what you've got four or five players in there. Um, no one's agreed with us either. No, that is interesting. So let's 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 go through ours first, and then we will kind of compare it to the overall win of the category. So, uh, Billy, who was your best player of FIFA 21? Okay, um, surprise, surprise, mine was Team of the Year Mbappe, and yeah, is uh, <laughs> he's been incredible. Um, I can't, yeah. How do I put it into words? Um, just. I mainly use him on the wing, to be fair. Um, I, I don't know what it is with his body type, but especially doing the directional nutmeg to accelerate away from players, there's not many players in the game that are better. He has the strength, the scoop turn, he's very good at. Whenever whenever there's the opportunity to expose space and run into space, he's just brilliant at that, and he can do the tight dribbles as well. Um, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't really really play him sort of central as I can, but as a striker, as a winger, perfect. Yeah, I think there's no really shocks, real shocks from that on you. Um, uh, obviously, on the last pod, I know, it was, I know obviously in physical, in, in real time, it was only yesterday. Have you managed to play with R9 yet? Uh, yeah, I've only played one game and I played at quite a high rated player who was very defensive, so it probably wasn't the best game to... Okay. Judge. Yeah, it's a bit, bit like driving a Ferrari around a little um in a thirty mile hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um so mine was uh Moments Pele. Um now obviously I've only I only used him in a draft, but it's the only draft I won all season. Um really just an unreal uh again played with the high end messies um and just nothing felt like it to be honest um just really responsive uh, you know again the agility the 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 ability on the ball um 
very good at tackle backs, which I know isn't a very good thing. He's <laughs> a broken mechanic, but he was very good at them. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Yeah, that. So that's where mine was. So again, nobody else. Um, uh, nobody else agreed with us. So in terms of the overall category winners, the we have a tie for second. Um, of the summer stars, Neymar, and also base gold Neymar, who you know making an appearance for maybe the second year in a row, I think. Yeah. yeah um, certainly, he certainly, in our opinion, he was sort of the best player. He's certainly the best base gold player. Um, and then the overall winner uh, was uh, summer stars Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, you know, was it 99 rated Ronaldo card? I mean, it's hardly a, a surprise as such. Um, or is it, but would you, were you expecting that name? Um, I was, to be fair, I think the best player depends on who players have, or what who players people have experienced. Yeah, yeah exactly, with. yeah. And um, so... And because these players at the moment are a lot cheaper than or a lot easier to obtain, especially what throughout the last month, than the likes of R9 and Pele, um, I think yeah, for the for the votes to be strongly around Cristiano Ronaldo and Neymar makes sense. I'm surprised Cristiano is top, but to be fair, Neymar has five votes over different cards whereas mm. Ronaldo is just three votes on one card so really the best player of the year has been voted is Neymar yeah but yeah that yeah it's correct yeah yeah version different yeah. versions and we've always Ronaldo's put it into one. versions yeah so. um, and yeah got gold Neymar f- throughout the first eight months was initially the best card in the game like I, I think for a good probably four or five months until team of the year comes out he's then probably the best value high rated card for a long time like he goes he drops down to 300 200k becomes really obtainable and it's just like a no-brainer if you've got if you're in that kind of price range and can't afford the higher end cards so mm. ne- yeah Neymar I thought he was a lot better this year than he was last year actually last year he was in and out of my team um and i've had yeah neymar pretty much throughout um but similar to last year again i felt like his upgrade was lacking a little bit for me personally yeah absolutely and then and and so you mentioned uh just you know you just before you said the bit about neymar there you mentioned about having you know, certainly the game being the way it is right now in terms of, you know, a lot of a lot of these high end players accessible. Uh, we've talked before the start of the pod that, uh, you know, uh, I haven't run the stats, but I believe that we've got more 90 plus rated cards or 93 plus rated cards. than I think I can ever remember. Um, I know, obviously, and, and most of these have come kind of post sort of May june time is this something that you feel well where do you feel the balance on is on this do you think is it is a good balance is it a good thing or do you feel it might be a little bit too saturated no it's a great thing great thing um i don't think as a community we can spend five six months complaining that everyone has mendy and Varane in their team and then get to a point where, oh no, there's too many good players to use and all our squads are different. Like, just, yeah, we can't. 
I think it's brilliant. Yeah, no, okay, I take that point, and I think I may have worded that slightly incorrectly, but you kind of, the point I want to make, you've kind of made, like, should this not be happening, should this not be happening all year? Yeah, well, yeah, EA should be trying to address, yeah, the the market and or not the market but the player ability and maybe just giving other cards it's it's, a, it's kind of what the milestones was trying to do i thought but didn't quite do it's like we'll, we'll mention a player in a second that came through the milestones um but how come like players like king he was the i think he was the reward for the championship the main reward he could have been a little bit better and maybe could have been used for long. Or I don't think he was used in many people's squads at all. But just players like that could have been slightly boosted to come into the meta a little bit. Yeah, and I think this is the thing. I, I think it's all very well kind of opening up the taps when it gets to sort of, you know, you know, May and June time and a lot of people start switching off. But like... Uh, if you if, if it obviously it has to go along the power curve but if there, the more options there are and i suppose you know again some of the pitch notes have sort of said that they're trying to kind of come away from this sort of meta um in terms of gameplay and there's lots of different ways to play and therefore different players are going to be have different uh, you know a bit more usage and things like that so we have to kind of wait what's going to happen wait and see what's going to happen in 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 next year's game but yeah that, that's kind of what i meant it's all great well and good now and it does help keep people interested but then at the same time i think well why why bother getting the game on release why not just you know pay 40 quid for it in may and get yourself as good a team as someone that's grinded all year yeah no there is yeah you could do that i can't i've not really got a response for that um That, that you know and i know there are people in the discord that have said that that's what they do they don't bother with, they don't play Ultimate Team. They may have the game early, but they play seasons. So they don't worry about Ultimate Team until, you know, April. And then you still end up, and then, you know, you'll grow. And, and, and I suppose it's one of those things. I know it's, it's, I haven't really been able to grind. I haven't, I haven't felt, and I suppose we'll talk about more of this in the summary of the game. But yeah, I don't know. That, that, that kind of jars me a little bit. Like it needs, it's all well and good, it all coming out now. But like, what's the point like do you know what i mean like yeah then what's the point of the last six months eight months where <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah like, i know i know what you mean it's that i've got a note on it actually i want to mention about the the power curve and it feels really weird that you've got this almost for eight months it's really hard to get a good team for, for literally for eight months and then, yeah, for the last four, three months, it's really easy. And all these all these cars that you've you've probably got so much in value in um, just, just disappear. Uh, <laughs> they're just not not usable anymore. And yeah, I don't know how you fix that. Well, you just balance it. You make it. You make it a bit. You 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 balance. You address that power curve. You make more high-end players for the the power curve at that time of the game mm. available more often you know earlier in the game do you know what i mean like 
how many i suppose well okay well we'll bring it up when it comes to promos we'll talk I'll, I'll bring that point up when we talk about promos um so let's move on then to hidden gem and um so before we go on with well let's let's go on with ours our picks first so you've kind of alluded to who your pick is already so why don't you just go ahead yeah okay so um it was a milestone player um rico henry from brentford so the left back came as an 84 rated card can't was he in the second set or first set i've got a feeling he was second set oh uh, yeah he was in the second set of championship yeah but um yeah no that so we were discussing last night um and i i couldn't decide and you've probably swayed me a little bit because you actually did say this before me um but then i was like yeah i the fact i used a free objective card in a fgs official qualifier um to compete for proper prize money um <laughs> you know it, it says it already like he, he was i think he was one of the only objective players i used i probably used robin as well as a sub M- may have had like Cl- cliver on the bench as well but and those two were probably other contenders that i had in mind cliver especially um but yeah rico henry was my vote yeah, it's, uh, and as you just said there, yeah, Rico Henry is also my vote. I think it's interesting that you say that the 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 those, the other two players you mentioned there, flashback Robin and then uh, showdown Cliver, particularly Cliver. I think all three of those players were in my mind. I don't know why I probably jogged your memory of Rico Henry, um, but yeah, and and to be honest with you guys, Rico Henry is our hidden gem because he's the only person that got two votes. Uh, everyone that voted uh, voted for somebody different, uh, which and I think this is where it's good in the sense that the variety of players that we've had, and again they're all old, uh, you know things like you've got uh, you know Showdown Cliver, Showdown Neres, Teamless Season in Signe, you know got a couple of Teamless Seasons in there, you've got Path to Glory, uh, Paredes, uh, Freeze Lima, um, you know, Silver Star, Chad Evans, you know, these guys have been in the game now for sort of three or four months, most of them. So, you know, in terms of the hidden gem, they're not necessarily, it seems like this game's actually been really good in terms of the, the selection of players that do surprise you in a really good way is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, so we have, you know, are, are Clive and Robin really hidden gems? Uh, or, or you could argue the same I think about Clive, Henry I think Cl- as well. I think Cliver was. I think Cliver is actually absolutely was because you think his SBC was worth something like what forty k? Well, or was it yeah, even less than that? It was Twenty like. But I just mean in the sense that they weren't hidden in the end. It, like every, everyone had him at centre back for a long time. The same with yeah. Robin. Yeah, but again, I think. Uh, but again, a lot of people. <laughs> Particularly Kleiber, a lot of people did him because he was cheap, and then you realise, oh, actually, no, he's he is really good. Mm. Like he's all very good. You know, how many times have you seen an SBC and you thought, wow, look at those stats, and then you get it, you get the player in game, and you're like, oh, this 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 does not translate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, no, I, I think the fact that although they were often seen again it's, it's a hidden gem is all about that that player that it surprises you that that plays better than you know than you thought mm. do 
Do you know what I mean? I think that's that's true of, of, of most of the, the guys that we've had things. So um, maybe we'll switch it to Diamond in the Rough. Because I was going to say, the diamond. I was going to quote you our Diamond in the Rough rules, which is obviously 250k or less. <laughs> but um, I don't I don't think Robin was. <laughs> I can't remember how much he was in the end. But. Yeah, no, that, that's probably a good idea, though, like Diamond in the Rough or... Maybe, maybe, maybe we can have two categories. Maybe. We'll leave ourselves a note to forget about next year. Uh, <laughs> so this is one of my favourite categories now. Um, biggest disappointment. So this is the opposite of the hidden gem. This is the player that maybe you threw a load of coins into an SBC or you you, you saved your coins, you grinded the, tra- you know, the market to, to be able to afford these players. Um, or even maybe you got them as a red pick and you thought, oh, happy days, nice, nice red pick. And then you tried them and they were just so disappointing. They were just no good whatsoever. Um, so, again, very similar to the Hidden Gem, a lot of individuals mentioned here. Um, we do have an outright winner, though. So, But first, let's talk about Al. So I'll go first this time. Um so my biggest disappointment was flashback Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, this is with a bit of a pinch of salt because he was an 87 rated Ronaldo, the worst version that we've seen for a long time. But when the SBC came out, we both really liked it because we thought this is an accessible Ronaldo. This is an, a, an accessible way of getting that that player who, in theory, will probably play better than the 87 rated. As far as I was concerned, he played worse than the 87 rating. <laughs> um, very streak, very streaky. Like again, really inconsistent. Sometimes he'd you'd be like, "Wow, what a card this is," and then other times you'd be like, "Well, hang on, I can't, I can't cross with him, I can't pass with him, I can't shoot with him. What is going on here? Do you know what I mean?" So, yeah, just it was just a disappointment, and maybe I built it up to be a better card than it actually was, but it was still a massive disappointment from my from my point of view. Just wasn't reliable. Always the first up. Always take him off first sub. Yeah, no, Sven, I, I can't really comment just because um, I packed gold Ronaldo in the first few weeks. So Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so let's move on to yours then, your biggest disappointment. Yeah, so mine, um, my early pack, like, like I just said, was pretty insane. And I thought, I couldn't believe my luck when I packed this guy. So 86 in form Ben Yeller. Must have been about the second or third week. Um, packed him as an inform. Um, untradeable. I was thinking, yes, quality. Got like a, I can't remember how much he was worth at the time, but I'm sure quite a decent amount. Um, and he was just awful. Like the, it wasn't the Benyeda of FIFA 20. Just these types of player. Um, you say Bo, for example, it's that type of body type where these sort of small agile players were amazing last year. But I think because he didn't. Maybe it's the combination of body type and not having enough pace hurt him too much. And yeah, he was awful for me. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Eusebio. Actually, I would have thought Eusebio was a bit of a shout for you, but then he's not. Wasn't necessarily a, bit a disappointment. You just he was just an enigma for you. You just couldn't work out work out whether he was good or not, could you? Yeah, and no, I, I just couldn't prime Eusebio. Um, like he's 
his his game to goal ratio is probably really good for me. So, but yeah, just doesn't play like Eusebio of old. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um, we had yeah loads of stuff. Team of the season, Neymar is in here. Um, Midhullet. Um, team of the season Vardy we both felt really we both really agreed with this like we were both very close to going with team of the season Vardy um, in discussions when we were going through we were collating the results but yeah no team of the season Vardy was really bad like so disappointing considering you know whenever Vardy's had a team of the season in the past he has been lethal so quick such good acceleration you know, you hit the ball with him and it goes in pretty much from anywhere. Like, and he just, he was none of those things. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think he was a little bit let down by his, by his, by his past there. Um, mid R9 was an interesting one. Um, as well as a Renato fuck birthday. But then I do feel that like there was a big uh, debate at the time, whether do you go for fuck birthday, Renato Sanchez, or do you go for fuck birthday, Vidal? And I end up going for Dahl because it suited my team. But again, he was up there for my disappointments. It wasn't that he wasn't, he was bad, but he just didn't really, for what I paid for him, he didn't really make a massive difference as far as I was concerned. Yeah, no, Renato, um, I was more disappointed in the rating in the end. Although we, what, about a week ago, we finally got our good Renato, which (laughs) made me very, very happy. Yeah, Um, I bet it has. (laughs) That's, that's the one I wish we'd have got. Obviously, we were, we were never going to get a '96 Renato in, I don't know, April. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, for, for birthday, though, I thought he was actually a good card from how he played against me. So I'm surprised he's in there. But yeah, disappointment at the rating. I, I agree with. Well, yeah, and to be fair, like I said, and this is one of the things that is great about these is that, that we've got so many different names because it depends on people who people are used, what they're after, and what things. So. So the biggest disappointment for this year is team of the year Kevin De Bruyne. This 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 is like this is like a dagger to my heart. This really is like the guy I packed two years ago. Exactly the same team of the year De Bruyne, who was insane. But having said that, De Bruyne has been very like he's been hampered this year. Like I don't know what the what they've done to that card, but my God, it was like a nerf. On like you know when things when like a, a broken mechanic gets nerfed, but De Bruyne in general has been really poor this year. I didn't try the team of the year or the team of the season um, because I didn't have the funds this year. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't because I feel I would have been disappointed as well. Yeah, I feel like what has happened to team of the year KDB this year, it's it's the same situation of like I don't understand what it is, but it must be something to do with the body type or those players like Ben Yedi, Eusebio, KDB, that last year they would all glide across the pitch um, and you'd, you'd be able to do drag backs really easy with them and they'd be so agile. But that type of player this year has just been nerfed. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised to see him in the mix. Um, and, yeah, as much as he's my favourite player, in world football right now it's his biggest disappointment this year so there we go um right so let's move on to the best promo so i want to make a point about promos 
in in general mate what how do you think we've done in terms of promos this year what what in terms of have we been spoiled have we you know have they got them right where about do you think the balance is overall with promos this year okay um i think uh the early on promos and maybe this links in with our first discussion really on um the power curve and i thought early on some of the promo cards didn't challenge the power curve enough and maybe that maybe we have got enough maybe we have got enough special cards out there but not enough special cards are actually challenging base gold cards i think is that our problem um Foot birthday actually picked up one vote. I thought that was the. Oh no, sorry. I was going to. Foot freeze oh, picked freeze, up one yeah. vote. I thought that was the worst promo without a doubt. I know we got a lot of SBCs. Um, and yeah, some SBCs were all right. Um, Adama Torai left back card was really cool. Um, a Future Stars that wasn't as good. Do you want to rephrase that? The Adama Traore card wasn't necessarily cool, was it, mate? Why not? It's an, it an absolute nightmare. I loved it, yeah. <laughs> but it challenged it. It meant, oh, actually, I might not play Mendy here anymore. I might play it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Just an absolute nightmare to come up against. Um, yes, yeah, so, yeah. And so my point was actually that the pro again on a similar lines. I think the promos on the whole have had a haven't had a bad top end, but you've only had maybe two or three cards, like you say, that are challenging the power curve. That a lot of promo cards, you know, you're getting most of them have been two weeks, so two squads. You're having two maybe what average of thirty cards a promo, yeah. and not even five of those are realistically usable. Oh, we'd have to. I think we'd have to go through each maybe, week and maybe, argue yeah, that. May, maybe would. Maybe we would again. Just kind of rough it, but it certainly doesn't seem as if there is enough. There, do you know what I mean? There's just not not enough of the back end. Like, I, do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't. When you've got sort of I don't know, eighty two rated goalkeepers, or do you know what I mean? Eighty four rated goalkeepers, or I know I know they've got to be in there, but and obviously base rating takes is taken into account. But, you know, when one of your top rated players is, I don't know, say, Edin Dzeko, it's not really going to work, is it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, again, I think the the players, it's not necessarily the player selection, but again, the boosts need to be, you know, if you're going to have a promo card, it needs to be relevant. And again, that goes back to what you were saying about the power curve. It needs to be relevant to the power curve. Yeah. Yeah, I was... My example would be someone like Foot Freeze Mane. So where, yeah. where was he this year? Um, and I think he, when he came out, I think he was too rare. So his price just didn't compare to people around him. Like it, it probably compared to someone like Mbappe. Yeah. At the time he was released, and like uh-huh. you, you're never gonna, you're never gonna go for Mane over that. But it, it was probably a good card, just over that, or you know, just too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. Again, that they just they just tweaked something like say rarity. Um, again, that's the other thing is if you're going to make only sort of the you know a, a very select sort of two or three cards, 
out of a promo, you've got to make them. You've got to make them more. Do you know what I mean? You just got to make them more common. Um, you know, especially early game, like because these cards will eventually become obsolete. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not like somebody's gonna, you know, it's not somebody's not gonna pack them and play them in their squad the entire time. If you hit Ronaldo, if you know, you hit Gold Ronaldo in the early early weeks, right? When did he fall out of your team? Um, oh God, I, only probably team of the year just because I'd saved up enough to go, yeah, to go yeah. to team of the year Ronaldo. The point is, is that you oh, not till the end game. Yet he was one of the one of the top three most expensive cards when you packed him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that's so. It, it doesn't. It doesn't need to be something that all. Oh, you know, we can't give them too many. That people. They're going to go on the back burner. They're going to be worth nothing. Hmm. Messi was worth. It, well, what is Messi worth? What sixty k now? Something like that. Yeah. You know, it just again. It just. It doesn't. Doesn't need like. It's almost like they don't worry about what the what the market's going to do in three four months time. You know, whereas obviously traders and everything like that, they 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 make a they make a living off knowing those kind of things. Anyway, let's talk about our actual votes then. So, in we actually have a proper third, third, second, and first place. So, third place with two votes was team of the year, which you know I I mean you had a very good team of the year. I did, yeah. Um, and I always I didn't have a very good team of the year, but I always like team of the year. I like the I always like the card designs, always nice. I always love the kind of the, the, the that navy and gold sort of theme to it. Um, yeah, I'm a big, big, big fan of Team of the Year, um, even though this was the first year I didn't hit anything. <sighs> Still hurts. Anyway, um, I say first year, first year in about three, two, two years. Was it Kanto last year? Can it be the year before that? Yeah. So, yeah, first year. Okay, so, you know. And old Muggins over here gets blue haired Mbappe. Anyway, I'm not I'm not bitter about it. I'm really not. Um, second was team of the season. Now team of the season both got our, got both our votes. We say it say it time time and time again. Team of the season is is probably both of our favourite promos across the year solely because it's it's a not a bit of a free for all, but it's it's six weeks. You know what I mean? There's there's so much recyclability into the upgrade packs, and there's so much going on you know objective cards you know you guaranteed you, you know you guaranteed sbc packs and things like that so yeah so you know i think we've, we've spoken wax lyrical about team this season already and our votes got it enough it was enough to put it into set into second place but the final the 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 winner of the best promo this year was a bit of a shock to us actually and it was path to glory now I've got a theory of this, and I think path. There was a lot. There have been a lot of good cards. A lot of the path to glory cards got very close to maximum upgrades. Yeah, no, they did. I think because what Argentina, Brazil got to the final. Um, even what you've got a lot of good England, Italy cards in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but Italy and England both got sort of two or three cards each, didn't they? Because again, they weren't necessarily well. I suppose top four kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? They weren't necessarily expected to go all the way. Like, you know, I can't remember who the French the French one was. Who were the French guys? Um, Hernandez. 
Yes, Hernandez. But I think he was an objective, wasn't he? Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. But like I said, you know, so I think that's what's driven a lot of that. Um, there were a lot of SBCs, there were a lot of objectives, and a lot of the cards ended up coming good. It's like, uh, you know, it's like the, uh, you know, road to the final UCL on heat. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it just went, it went a little bit nuts. Um, so, yeah, so best promo of this year is the Path to Glory. Um, so, GG's, if you've got any good ones in there. Now, we move to the most pointless award of the year, which is the Packluck King Between the Hosts. Um there was not one vote for me, which I'm a little bit like, you know, I'm a little bit offended by. I thought my, you know, my fuck birthday Sterling would give me some kind of some kind of pull, you know, moments yashing from a from 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 an icon pack. But you have taken the crown from me this year, my friend. It, it, it wasn't a contest, was it? In all honesty. Yes, man, it wear it with pride, you spawny, spawny. Oh, 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 do you know what I've said? Do you know what? Do you know what I said? It up at the E on you, spawny, spawny bastard. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have broken the explicit, uh, the explicit barrier because, yeah, this is about as sad. One of the best moments. One, we'll get on to the moments of the year. One of the moments of the year was all of my reactions to your insane pack pulls. That's how bad it's been this year. That was one of the re- was one of the votes for podcast moment of the year. So yeah, well, well done, mate. Well done. Well, no, the reason I'm happy about it because I in the last, I think you did you win the last two. No, no, we've only had one. This is only our second awards, but I won the okay. last one. But you it was close. It was and close. I won it by about two points. Yeah, and I thought I was going to win that quite comfortably. So I thought there'd been a little bit of, uh, you know, but he's packing sort of top 200 rewards and maybe doesn't deserve as much. But so t- to get a clean sweep, <laughs> know, you know, people are being honest and it's good. To be fair, you, I, I mean, you had like three months on me because I, I haven't touched the game in about three months. And this is where I'm hoping. I'm hoping next year it will swing back round because I haven't touched the game. But yeah, possibly. Possibly. We'll wait and see. It's an inter- my experiment is coming towards its end. Well, the next phase of it, of course. All, I still stand by all of it being very calculated, though. So I open packs um, at three times throughout the year. I opened all packs at the start of the game. So throughout the first month, I would open the packs because they were high value, or maybe a month and a half. Um, in that time, to be fair, uh, this is where I did get really lucky in packing Neymar from a UCL upgrade and Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. I did pack Van Dyke as well, but must have played 50 games and realised that I need really needed pace. Uh, <laughs> and then... And the Mbappe is is earned. That that is a hundred percent earned from me sitting on three months worth of packs, not opening them, and just going wild. And I think what was it was one of my last packs. I can't remember. It was you had about four packs left. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah, it, it could have been an absolute nightmare. And I'm not looking forward to next year because I I witness you see all these YouTubers that or Twitch streamers that will um put thousands and thousands of pounds in team of the season and not hit anything 
and that was effectively me or very nearly me um and then too many years I, I didn't have that that great form in all honesty i still claim i didn't really get a massive red this year alaba was probably the best one um Goretzka patch from a premium was good top 200 rewards were really bad so i don't think the team of the season was that brilliant well you know woe is you eh? woe is you um so let's move on to the interesting categories so the pack lock king and the discord so this was two main candidates there is there, there the third place was zaki um and then there was uh, a bit of a slugfest um between the second place which was delboy um who had some great pat luck towards the sort of yeah, it's throughout you know throughout but it's sort of, you know, certainly kind of that january january to march time i felt that that you know he was certainly in my mind um of course we haven't voted for this we don't vote for this category um but our eventual winner will not surprise many uh, in the discord and this year's uh discord pack luck king is of course our good friend brad <laughs> um well he does have a the brad luck king belt name named after him yes not only has he uh, have his own belt within the discord he is now uh he's now taking over lord flash arts kingdom so um yes hold on to uh, you know I'm, I'm you know clear your things flash like you still don't worry you'll still be a mod as last year's discord hero you'll still be a mod you'll still be part of that exclusive club but your kingdom has been taken from you it's like game of thrones isn't it mate like you know <laughs> He will sit on the Iron Throne, Packlock Throne. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, again, I'm going to say well done, Brad. But I'm bitter, so you know, you know, I'm not going to say the same thing I said to Bully. I've, I've, I've said one word to, to to me, and I've got to put the explicit e on the on the podcast for the first time ever. But I'm not going to do it again. Um, so Discord Hero. Now this is one of our favourite categories um, because it's it's we you leave it up to you guys it's, it's about whoever in a discord has been the most helpful has you know really kind of played a part in kind of maintaining that um community i feel a bit bad because i've kind of like been absent from the community for the last two or three months um mainly because of other things i've had going on away from fifa but i'm hoping to you know hoping again new season i'll be a little bit more attentive again i shan't neglect my duties um but this was a, a straight fight between two people and this is really close there's one vote in it in the end um so a very uh you know third place was uh Wimby, but he was quite some way behind uh second place of uh De sweaty banana um and i know i you know there was a few comments about you know bananas uh you know trading tips um being really key and uh if anybody's been keeping it on his twitter uh over the last sort of few days he's also uh name checked the trading channel in the podcast discord um for a great place to, to get better at training uh trading so um i think we we are very very uh lucky to have him uh there to 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 give his little pearls of wisdom um but our discord hero for this year and being officially 
promoted to become a moderator within a Discord is Adam A. So, well done, Adam. Um, you know, lots of lots of good shouts in terms of you know the way you kind of keep the conversation going and you know always positive input things like that. Um, so yeah, so really good, really good fight between you and, and Banana for, for for the for the title this year. But congrats, mate. You will, um, uh, and we shall get that sorted for you within the Discord very soon. Um, any comments on for the new Discord hero, mate? You know, um, congratulations, and and to be fair, there's we probably ha- should have some sort of honourable mentions there. Like there are so many people that are so helpful in the Discord. Um, so to to name only three people doesn't really portray the amount of how helpful people in there. Um, I was just in the background. Um, even though it's gone a bit quiet. Like, come on, we're we're end of August. Um, a FIFA Discord might not be the most vibrant of places. How many comments do you think there have been in there today since seven a.m.? Oh, a, a hundred, at least a hundred. Yeah, so a hundred and ten. Yeah, easily. This <laughs> is yeah, it's crazy. I thought it'd be a little bit like tumbleweed at this point in time, but people are still loving the game. You know, well, some of it's football related, and you know, Ronaldo, where he's going and transfers, etc. But it's still a lot of it is FIFA, and of course, we've got lots of content. Yeah, and again, it's it's not yeah, it's not just FIFA related though. Is you know, it's it's a foot, it's football, isn't it? Like we talk about football results, the guys, you know, open about their allegiances and who they support. They are, you know, again, there's a regular dog talk, there's regular cycling chat. There was at one point there was so reg- so much regular cycling chat we nearly had a Tour de France channel. Um, so you know it's just a great and, and a lot of guys sort of comment to us about how much they just love the community that's there and it's the one thing that we're proud of. Like you know we've said it time and time again. Like the one thing that we never expected when we started the podcast, but the one thing we are most proud of is the Discord because it's just it's just you it's just great. It's you know. Gone on the days when we first started it and there was 20 people in there and me and Billy were thinking about ways that we could make, converse, you know, kind of progress conversation. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> those days are long gone. Um, I'm very glad to say. Um, so, yeah, well done again, Anime. Again, loads of people to mention that could be mentioned. Wimby, DTH uh del boy uh, brad as well that we've mentioned um so yeah really 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 good well done on all those guys okay so now on to our final category and i think it was probably the category we were least looking forward to this year um so this year's podcast moment of the year we had many different um, nominations. Um, one clear winner. Uh, so, and uh, no, I, no, we're not fooling anybody dragging this out, but I'm going to. Um, so, the I, I always like to go through pretty much all of these entries. So, um, you know, following your qualifying runs on stream was one. Um, the uh talk about pre-season promos which we weren't 100 percent sure whether there was a crossover between last year and this year but it's, it's kind of you know it's all there so we had that um 
all of the intros that we did um or me mentioning intros or like uh the fact that i've mucked them up or mentioning mucking them up or whatever um i did i do always say at one stage i'm just going to release like all of the muck-ups <laughs> it's gone, gone too long now um one was about me clutching gold two live on stream one was again i said before my my reactions to your pack pulls uh you get hitting top 200 and also the chat between uh i really enjoyed this one uh this nomination because i forgot about it the fact that we were talking about uh very contrarily about which were what were we going to pick team werewolf or team vampire for the community event over halloween and i stated uh, i'll pick vampire only if it was like a cool one like blade <laughs> so that was uh yeah that, that that tickled me all over again so thank you for the the uh, i can't remember who um, nominated that in the end um but of course obviously the podcast moment of the year is probably the moment that we wish that we never happened and that we just like to forget it is the unedited episode or the the episode the unedited episode that shouldn't have ever hit the air but did um so um i feel like i'd like to apologize again for that happening um and still want to sincerely apologize to john um but yeah, thanks for reminding us that we, uh, yeah, that, you know, th- I, I suppose thanks to, um, is this, I, f- I feel like, I feel like when Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross, like, um, <laughs> left that voicemail <laughs> for uh, Manuel's daughter out of Family to- Forty Towers, I feel like, you know, like, I really should, it's not, <laughs> it's something that I'm genuinely not proud of, but thank you for reminding me that it happened. <laughs> Oh no, I, I don't want to thank anyone for reminding me. I, I just, I'm, uh, fully, to be, I'm fully aware that happened. To be to be fair, most people, most, the, the the I've been pretty much everyone. Well, so I think most people that that um, nominated it did say it was for the swearing, not for <laughs> not for okay. the, uh, the, the 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 poking fun. So um, yeah, so may, maybe we should just get more sweary, mate. That's what maybe that's what we're missing. I don't think did we even swear that much anyway? I don't think even in our normal sort we, of context with each other. I think I think I think we were I think we were talking about the stag, and I think I might have got a little bit laddish if I remember oh, correctly. Okay. By by the way, guys, I norm last year I I played at the end of the fight, the the award show. I played the uh, award meeting moment. I'm not doing that this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm not feeding that back in. Just not going to do it. Um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. We really, really appreciate it. Um, let's hope there's something a little bit less conspicuous that can potentially win <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Let's move swiftly on then. Uh, but, oh, yeah, once again, thanks for everyone that uh, submitted a vote. We really appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, let's let's. Let's hope for some some more interesting results next year. Um, so let's kind of just sum up to finish then, Ball, at the game as a whole. Obviously, I said I, I, I said to you at the top of the pod that I'd like a, a rating out of ten for this year. So so where where are you at with it, mate? Um, okay, overall, I'm gonna give it a seven, <laughs> but it's. I'm going to have to break it down a little bit. I would say I'm giving it a probably a six for gameplay and an eight 
8.5 for content. So, so maybe, you know, a, a good seven, a, a solid seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, again, I would I would probably go along with your breakdown. Um, so let's, let's, let's break it. You, you've broken it down to gameplay and to content. Let's, let's go along those lines. Now, we've spoken a lot about content already in terms of promos and things like that and kind of the level amount of cards we've had. What are your over, you know, it was an 8.5, which is pretty high to you. You know, you, you don't give out sort of 10s and 9s often in anything, realistically. So what do you really what's the real driver behind that rating for promos okay um i think i think one of the biggest things this year that ea got got spot on has been um just the availability of player picks i think i think having player picks to be easily grindable which can then be chucked into spcs if you want to do them um it's just meant that there there is a natural way to grind the game if people want to do so, um, and that missing one point five is probably for two things. Um, and one thing we lost this year actually that we had last year was um, bronze pack method was a bit more viable last year. I felt it was I felt it was a, it was a bigger grind this year and league SBCs weren't as good or weren't, weren't as rewarding as previous years where they've given us um, high rated players for completing the whole um, whole section. Um, so a little markdown for that and that's probably for the 0.5 and the other... Okay. We'll do three 0.5s Although one probably deserves to be, I'm going to put it down to eight because I've reminded myself of something. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> 0.5 because of Bron Pat method was a little bit tarnished. Um, 0.5 because of the inconsistency throughout the year of content. Some some weeks or even within the same promo, um, we were given really good content and then really bad content. Um, and yeah. Premier League, was, to, Premier League to Bundesliga team of the season. Yeah, um, and sometimes content was lacking when there wasn't a promo on. Um, so that's the 0.5. And then for one part, so um, I, I, the, the icons. Icons, icons swaps was all right. I felt that was an improvement, but you can't drop R9 in August and get away with it. Um, it probably, I could probably warrant voting like a seven or a six on that alone for for um content. It's yeah, it's all not unforgivable, but they've got it wrong. Yeah, so I think and and you know, bananas mentioned often in the Discord. They, they come back to that phrase of the pitch notes um in this in you know last summer that were very much saying it will be the most uh, rewarding uh, use of icons ever, or, you know, they'll be the most accessible version of icons ever. And uh, in terms of accessibility, I kind of get it, but I agree. Icon swaps has been a lot better. I I particularly like the fact that we have, more options in terms of packs you know it's like you had less players to pick from like you know the first two icon swaps you only had what 
three, maybe four players to pick from, and the rest were packs. You know, you regularly had uh, an 83 times 25 pack, an 85 times 10 pack, or whatever, you know, as, as the low-rated players. So you've actually got packs that work, you know, for, for other cards other than just... Um, you know, other than just icons. But then again, when we look at the later swaps, when you've got your, you know, your 89, your sort of your 88 plus midfielder pack or, you know, your prime moments pick or whatever, you know, a good mixture of packs and picks. Again, I agree with you. I think the addition of more pick uh, rewards just in general, not just the kind of the grindable SBCs, but there have been more options of player picks across the board. Um, which I think has been really positive. Um, And again, offering more kind of non-actual player icons, uh, you know, in terms of options, in terms of the swaps, I think has been a really good thing as well. Um, I still think uh, swaps, rewards don't quite meet the power curve. I still think they haven't done that. Um, I don't really think there's been an icon like, for example, uh, Prime Zanetti that we had last year in the first lot of swaps that was essentially your right back for the rest of the game. Do you know what I mean? Again, the, the guys in the early icon swaps, they I don't I feel that they were very easily overtaken in the end. And again, maybe that's part of the point, but I'd probably go back to my my what my opinion on icons are. Uh, or what they should be at least they should be op they should they're icons for christ's sake do you know what i mean they should be you know we talk about the icon special source but it's not and it's not a real thing do you know what i mean like yeah yeah but exactly but that's what i'm saying it's not across the board. Mirosav Closer isn't an incredible striker because he's a, he, because he's an icon he's slow he's moves like a truck I'll tell you what mate I, I got ripped apart by moments closer in one of my last weekend leagues alright we're talking about the low end here um, but yeah so I, I think yeah I, I think they're just again there needs to be so much more work Icon SBCs right if you're going to really you are right R9 shouldn't be released in August. R9 should be released in January, along with Team of the Year, the way the Icon SBCs used to be. That's when they. That's that's when they should be. You know, like. No, I think January is a bit too early, but that's certainly Team of the Season. When Team of the Season comes, okay, that your power curve has, has gone then. Rocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like it's. Similar to, I think it was two years ago, um, so it would have been FIFA 19, where it got to May. I, th- I think the tweet that keeps going around is like May 15th, something like that. Six Icon SBCs came into the game. You hit it, you Pele, you R9. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, but but the lower, the next tier down were available from Team of the Year. They were available in January. There was a big thing on January, because everybody thought... R9, Hullet, etc. were coming in January, but they didn't. They held off until, and then they launched, I think that's when they launched Moments. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly, but like you say, there was, there was the second, there was a second batch, but like, you know, you had, uh, you know, you had like your Rykard, Bird Camps and things like that that came available earlier on in the year. But then, 
you know, like Vieira, um, Blanc. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the the, the next tier yeah. bounce, maybe not the strikers, you know. Um, I don't think Grincha was in the game then, but, you know, you kind of, you Grinches, that kind of thing. But, again, it just needs to be earlier because, again, like, what was how, what was Ronaldo? Was he 27? 27 routes? Something like that. Yeah, tw- 27, yeah. 27 routes. Okay, so 27 routes in January is a very different prospect to 27 routes in August. Do you know what I mean? Just simply because it's not gonna, you're not going to be able to do it in three hours. That's no, true. I, I still don't think they should. Oh, no, maybe, should drop in January. But. Maybe, maybe not. But if do you see what I mean? Maybe not. But maybe I'm thinking about previously before we had moments when it was a when it was prime R nine or whatever it was. Um, maybe I'm thinking a little bit later, further back. But uh, do you see what I mean? Like the, the point is, icons still need a lot of work. There was progress this year, but not in terms of accessibility. And nobody with the, in their right mind can say that because R9 came out in August, not even early August. Yeah. Well, I'm just comparing my FIFA 19 team with my FIFA 21 team, where both years icon SBCs were a thing. I ended the game quite easily, um, putting my fodder throughout and you know, various weekend leagues. Um, I got Hood it, I got R9, um, got a few other big icons quite comfortably. I've saved all of my fodder all year. I'm talking about season one objectives that I've saved to put into R9. And I've rinsed through all of that. I'm now left with nothing. All I've got is R9. I've, I've got nothing. Okay, I've got a little bit left to put into maybe start doing Hula or Riera or uh-huh. a Pele. But, but you're not, you're not going to grind that in August. Well, no, yeah, true. I'm not. But yeah, again, I think I have Ronaldinho in 19 as well. They were just so much more accessible. Got to play with the icons I wanted. Happy bully. Um, but yeah, this, this year, <laughs> what? <sighs> The only way I'm going to use a few of these cards and really test them out is to get their loan cards. I just can't be asked. Mm. And that's the other thing. Loan cards. Loan cards had a use, but they don't now because all the objectives are in friendly modes that normally won't allow, you know, need a certain requirement. So even the loan cards don't necessarily have a use anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> friendlies were um, friendly objectives. Um, we're really good at the start of the game and or they've just slowed down now to the point where not many people are playing friendlies anymore and now yeah. they've released all the icon of, um icon loan SBCs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, and I th- yeah, and uh, so yeah, maybe it is an eight. Maybe it's closer to a set. Maybe it's closer to a six overall. I'm thinking. I don't know. I icons is a real like black mark against this year's FIFA. It really is, and and it can't be understated either. Like can't be overstated, should I say? Like it is. It has been bad this year. Um, but you know, we've got heroes coming next year, so uh, maybe that will help. <laughs> Or make things worse. Who knows? Um, okay, so that's content. We've spoken a lot about content there. Okay, so let's talk about the gameplay. Now, you know, dragbacks, scoop turns, elasticos, you know, these kind of, you know, uh, lack of ketters, 
chaining skill moves. These are things that drive us all nuts in FIFA 20. None of these were present in FIFA 21. So why weren't we happy about gameplay? Well, I think Elastico still stayed in a little well, bit. Okay, fair. Elastico, um, yeah, but, but not, yeah, not, yeah, but not to the extent it was. It was just, yeah, it was too overpowered, sorry, but it, it became balanced this year. Um, so, okay, let's go with the good bits first. Um, I thought actually build up and everything, I think passing has been really good this year um, in terms of well, okay, ground passing has been good. Free balls have been good, I, I, f- I think, in the attack and third. Um, but still, there's there's not the right ball physics when it comes to switching play, and you can't switch play quickly enough, I feel. Um, but you can definitely switch up the tempo, which I really liked. Um, shooting has also been good. Um, I think it's been fair, which is one of the most important things I think when you've been in a position to score nine times out of ten with the right player with the right decision you will score a goal I don't think goalkeepers have been too OP um, and that's probably another thing goalkeepers have actually largely been quite good um, last year I think was it near post goals they were letting in quite a lot but okay this yeah. year near post is still a thing but I can't think of many even um even when you move your keeper, they sometimes get back to cover the angle. Um, so that there could be a small argument of them being too OP. I'm not corners. They seem to deal with better what they punch more than they catch, but at least it gets them away from the danger. Um, so uh, crossing as well, crossing to the back post. I've, I've liked that that's, more of a thing even though volleys do seem a little bit unrealistic at times I've been able to play this year with a variety of different attacking mechanisms if that's the right word like um, you know I've I've not just been route one I've been able to do your 20-30 yard through balls I've been able to pass it around the box before doing a bridge or a um, directional nutmeg into the box when I've got that space or I've be been able to counter down the wing and cross it into the back post but I guess those are the three main areas but it's actually created quite a fun game at times from an attacking aspect um, so that's why I'm, I'm not going to vote it something stupid like three or four because there's a lot to like about this game and I feel like with the right fixes or the right balances it could have been a, a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 it had really good potential um, but the reason I voted it voted it so far down is because of the so with all of the FIFA 22 hype the one thing EA have come out and said is players felt it they weren't being rewarded in certain situations or the game was very unrewarding at times and it really does hit the nail on the head. Um, There's two aspects to that, I think. Um, The biggest one being the tackle backs. It was just unforgivable this year. You you can't... I don't believe you can release a game when tackling is that bad. 
Uh, well, arguably tackling is that good because the the issue is the reaction and tackling ability of the forward, not necessarily the the ability of the defender. Surely, yeah, that's true. Back. Yeah, you could yeah you could argue that. Um, although yeah I, I, my counter would be the tackle should be good enough to also impact that player losing the ball correct um, so yeah so they correct. can't tackle. yeah it's, it's a mixture of the two yeah um, the ball the ball shouldn't be there for the player to tackle you back but the player shouldn't also necessarily be able to react within a, a fraction of a second and take the ball away from you yeah um, and it's that, that alone. The tacklebacks have completely tarnished the year for me, but that uh-huh. in particular, um, because there are so many weekend leagues that have, or for me personally, were decided like maybe an elite one finish was decided on a tackleback. Each each FGS I played in, each verified qualifier I played in, I lost games through tacklebacks. Um, whether it be in the loser bracket or the winner's bracket, games were decided because of a tackle back. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the biggest reasons. Um, had a few connection problems as well in one particular weekend that had me off, but I guess that's not gameplay. Um, and the second one is, I, I think AI defence is still too OP. I the the best scenario or the best example I can give of that is there there have been times, so many times where a player takes a defender out of position or a midfielder out of position. So let's say you do a one-two pass with someone and they've tried to tackle or block that pass, taking their player even beyond your player. So your player would have a free run. Yet that, that AI defender is able to run faster than your AI attacker and get back in position and somehow recover for them. And it's that type of AI defending um, and I don't know, I guess the tracking of a man, the blocking early game, whilst it was nerfed, so it's, it's not as bad now, but it was very bad at the start of the game. Um, yeah, my, my, what, my biggest hope for next year is that that is looked at and um, if AI defence isn't so OP, then maybe we can have some sort of game where we can freely score goals. Um, is there anything you want to cut in with? I've got I've got another thing to speak about. <laughs> well, what else do I say, mate? How much have you, how much do you want to cover on your own? Um, I think I think the major issue for me, and it's kind of it is gameplay wise. I think it's. It's the ability for a team to sit in. Now, drop back and one depth wasn't necessarily as uh, uh, as talked about a thing this year. But if you're not an elite player, if you're a gold four to sorry gold gold two or gold three, you know div four, div three, div two player, right? Some of us don't have the ability to necessarily when you've got somebody that is set up and again because like you said because you can't the, the you can't switch play quick enough you can't move the ball from from one side of the pitch to another you know to the other quick enough sometimes it's very easy 
for somebody to if you don't have um you know direct, things like directional nutmegs and things like that like in your locker you know kind of so you can consistently do them in every single situation if you're sometimes you can counterattack and you're left one on one with a player now if you can't beat that player you have to hold the ball up. By the time you've held the ball up, the defence is back in shape. And it's then, again, with things like the defensive AI being too good with auto-blocking and things like that, auto-interceptions, like, it's it just becomes makes it really impossible. The change that I want to see is I want to see the return of edge-of-the-box finesse shots. You know, yeah. because that that negates it. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to change the, the 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 physical depth that people go back to. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to mean that, you know, one depth is on the penalty box and change that from, you know, 25 yards out. You don't have to do anything like that. Just make finesse shots on the strong foot from the outside of the box. More, not more OP, but... You know, like, again, early days of FIFA 20, was it, when finesse shots were absolutely unreal? It might have been 19. I can't remember. They all merge into one these days. You know, and, and like, finesse shots got nerfed but during that year. But it really negated, the you know, the, the one depth drop back wasn't really spoken about until it got nerfed. Do you know what I mean? People thought it was ridiculous. And yes, people were scoring some unreal goals from 40 yards out, which should never have happened. But they took it too far. And that then meant that if you are sitting one depth, drop back, you just have, then have no option. What are you going to do? Because it almost like, right, you need to give it back to your goalkeeper so they come out again, so you can then actually have a good go at putting an attack together. Do you know what I mean? So like... And that's how we kind of ended up with the game we had today, because, again, as we described on previous, you know, in the early game pods, this is the FIFA game that that EA wanted to make. It's real. It's about keeping holding possession. It's about making sure, you know, it's being Man City, you know, like holding on to possession of the ball, you know, accelerating the, the pace of an attack when, you know, when the time is right. But that doesn't work in an arcade game, which is essentially what it is. You know, people want to have fun. People want to be entertained, and like all, all that's and, and that's what my biggest disappointment for this game is: is that it's easy to rectify, or AI, or AI blocking. You know, um, there's so many elements of the defensive AI that you can take out of the frame if you can get KDB on his right foot, 25 yards out, and finesse it into the top right-hand corner. It brings a tear to my eye, um, you saying that, because the one thing I wanted to mention was exactly that pretty much. No, okay, not the finesse shots, but the fact we, to play this game properly, and uh, to play this game to your fullest potential, you had to play slow, you had to play patient. There wasn't really, okay, pressing was quite good, I think, if you... If you were really elite here, I, I can get get away with it. Even if I, pre- I've seen some pros press really effectively. Um, whenever I tried it, I was just taken apart by I don't know, players' ranks slightly lower than me. But um, yeah, we we were just forced down a road of slow gameplay. Therefore, God knows what the average XG would have been this year because. If you've got two people playing properly, playing patient, it's just so boring. Mm-hmm. You yeah. might have like 
one or two clear-cut chances per game and you've got to take them and it really depends on who takes them. Um, that, so true. Again, just bringing another point, again, how many times have you had a really close game that's ended up four... Well, I mean, you probably don't, but, you know, that you've lost 4-0. Like, again, I'm talking to our casual audience here. You've had a game where you've... Where, not even necessarily that you've had more shots... Oh, you've at least, you know, you've had more shots or it's been close. You know, maybe you've had an even amount of shots, shots on target, you know, even possession, maybe even slightly less. But the fact is, is that they've had three chances and scored all three of them. And you've hit the post or the keepers saved it or there's been AI blocks or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's about essentially who takes their chances. And that's not always your decision. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not always your decision. It's not even, it's not necessarily your inputs that are determining whether you score that chance or not because of the likes of AI defending, etc. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could, I could argue that a little bit from a, from my perspective, yeah, no, should be yeah. those scenarios that an AI is going to block you and therefore not shoot. Um, but yeah, from a, from a casual point of view, yeah. Yeah. You remember, I am the casual man. We, you, we started this. You're the expert. I'm the I'm the enthusiastic amateur, mate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's uh, that's the way this works. Um, so yeah, obviously we can't really talk about the beta, but I know there are signs that some of the things that we've discussed could be changing for the better. Um, but I'm not going to I'm not going to state which those which they which of those things we think they are um, because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, I don't want to be the uh, band FIFA dad um, <laughs> as opposed to the average. So, um, but yeah, I think the thing is is that this year's gameplay wasn't a gameplay that even made you mad. It was just disappointing. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't rage-inducing in the same way that, you know, El Tornado's and La Coquetta's are, or were, do you know what I mean? It wasn't, or, you know, again, or, like, you know, drop back one depth, which, again, it wasn't as bad of a thing this year. You know, mm. it's still there, which, you know, but, again, I still think... In, in extreme scenarios, yes, of course, if you're, you know, defending a league with five minutes to go, yeah, of course, drop one, you know, one depth, drop back. Like, do you know what I mean? Do what you got to do to hold on to the win. That's real life football. But like, yeah, you, it shouldn't be a viable tactic to start off with. And I don't think it has been necessarily this year. Um, but I think people have still been commonly on sort of two or three depth. Uh, maybe not then dropping back, but again, that depth is it's the depth that's the issue, particularly when you've got players with high defensive work rates that get back into those positions quicker. Um, and yeah, so, like I say, even though it's, it's been a little bit better, it's still, you know, these things are just, just want incremental case. And again, it, it's, it wasn't enough to make you angry. It was just disappointing. Yeah. Um, I agree. <laughs> I'm trying to, think back and how much I raised this year in comparison to other years and I think whilst how many dents, been, how many dents in the desk how many dents in the desk well there's, there's none but you know again we need to sort that Ikea sponsorship out Ikea <laughs> desks are made of someone oh, get me in touch with Ikea come on if any if anybody listening to this pod knows anybody that works with an Ikea please 
please get them to send us an email at casualfuckpod at, at gmail.com. We would be delighted. We'll, we'll carry their name for free, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I should have gone through probably about three desks, maybe even more. Who knows? But <laughs> shame, shameful, but... <laughs> the last three years have been awful for me you've only got to go onto my footwiz pace to see that like between FIFA 18 to 20 I'm nowhere I'm nowhere near like getting verified or hitting elite 2 1 even as sort as I have been this year on the occasion um, so how has it been like one of my biggest well, one of the years where I raised the raised the most in comparison to the last three, I really don't get. Maybe because it meant a bit more, and I was trying a bit harder. I'm not sure, but I feel like it is because it was just really unrewarding at times, and you did get just stitched up. Yeah, and again, it's not necessarily one mechanic that does that. It's kind of a mixture of everything, isn't it? It's not, you know. So, so yeah, it's a game that we quite quite welcomely say goodbye to and we look forward um with great anticipation um which by the time we hit the 17th of september will be a fever pitch of hype i'm sure uh, ready to uh, embrace fifa 22 and you know not knowing all the things that we'll end up moaning about in terms of FIFA 22 because i'm sure there'll be something <laughs> Oh, I just want a, a game where we can express ourselves again. That's my biggest wish. Well, hopefully that's what we'll get and we shall wait and see. Certainly it does seem like we might be along that road. So, uh, But we've been we've been here before with beers. We've been here before. Um, Ex- express so. ourselves and not have to do five or six skill councils. That's, and again, hopefully that's being looked at. Yes, well, some of them have been, as we know from the pitch notes, but we'll, uh, yeah. like I say, see our, our, our gameplay pitch notes pod for that. So, Billy, um, that's it for this year, mate. Um, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on on, on socials? Yeah, you can find me at Chrissy Ballard across socials. And you can find me at Average FIFA Dad, soon to be at uh, average FIFA husband. Uh, I'm not going to change it though. Um, but there we go. Um, my friend, I would like to thank you for your contribution to the pod, as always, for this year, my friend. Um, thank you for, to be honest, mate, thank you for your FGS runs, your qualifier. Yeah, thank you for getting verified. It's honestly, it was brilliant. Like, it took me back to the live tournament days. Do you know what I mean? When I was like, I, I seem to remember like sitting in a Tesco car park just like because I popped up the shops for something. I just literally had you on, you know, watching your stream, thinking like, you know, some of the comebacks and everything like that. It's just been incredible, right, to, to, to go on with you, my friend. Um, and and yeah, why not? Hey, why not? Let's do it all again, shall we? Yeah, no, we, yeah. <laughs> like I said on the last pod, we'll have to see. I've I've already said next year is going to be a lot more casual but it's actually it's a i thought about this the other day it's like um you know the sort of angel and devil i feel like i've got like a 34 year old bully on one shoulder and an 18 year old bully on another like what one saying uh, focus on your career focus on like 
got stuff well, to do, mate. You've got stuff to yeah. do around the house. Like, do all, yeah, do all, do all things. You don't need to be spending all this time on FIFA. 18 world champion, but he's going, you can be the first person to win a world championship over 30. You can make history. Yeah. You can win it twice. <laughs> um, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. To, I don't know where to go. Well, I think I, I think we all know what what I think we all individually know who we would listen to and who we want you to listen to. Which in that in that scenario, it could be two different things. No, um, I do, do need to return the thanks of um, a lot of people don't see your hard work behind the scenes as the host. Um, Typically, you are looking at the structure every week on or how to structure these pods, at least. I know I provide a lot of the gameplay expertise, but, um, you, you know, you're the one doing the publishing behind the scenes and driving the social media. Uh, mate, you're 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 suggesting that the, you're trying to suggest that we actually have a structure for these things. <laughs> oh, so we do. We have a, we have a, we have some kind of script every week. It doesn't always get followed. <laughs> Time boxing is something that we definitely need to get better at. But you know, no, thank you, but I appreciate that, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, um, it, it's good. And like as we hopefully at some point we'll be able to grow and we'll be able to do more. Um, but now in life it is not the time. So. Well, once again, thank you all of you guys for listening throughout the pod uh, this this year. Um, I know we haven't been our best at times, not just in terms of, um, you know, what we've released. Um, apparently, well, I said apparently it was the, the best episode of the year, about according to most. Um, and we have been a little bit absent at times. Um, obviously, you know, it is real life. We do have lives and, and we sometimes this this kind of the last sort of few months has been quite difficult in terms of time. For the pair of us. But like I said, onwards and upwards, hopefully we'll be a lot more consistent next year. Um, so thanks all for listening once again. And until the, our official FIFA 22 season, as always, guys, keep it casual. <laughs>